Hello, and welcome to episode 119 of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana, where I talk about, read about, write about, dream about, literally, amongst other things, video games, video games, video games. And I am joined tonight by a full bevy of brilliant bitches. Hello, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> and well, let's start with introducing ourselves, and I'm going to go in the order that I see on my screen. Alex, <laughs> thank you. I am back after a very non-voluntary hiatus. <laughs> because of uh, the law, I will not go into why I've been gone, but rest assured it was for a very good reason, and I am just so excited to see these faces and get back to this work. Um, it's uh, I think you don't realize how fulfilling, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm supposed to like tell a joke or something, because we joke around a lot, we cuss <laughs> and we drink and whatever. But this work is the most fulfilling part of my life. So I am so excited to be back. Yeah. I've got a nice post brewing tonight, and Sam's like, put it in the queue. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> And uh, I'm just, I'm absolutely thrilled to be back. So uh, I, I, Alex Lane, if you don't know me, I've been here since the beginning with Sam. Uh, we, we built this crazy ship that we're now all sinking in or failing in or something. Um, and I'm an assistant professor of technical communication and professional writing at Metropolitan State University in Minnesota. And I taught my very first course that I introduced and built and blood and sweat and teared into. I taught it a uh, video game culture on Monday. Congratulations. The reading is a third race and representation in games, a third uh, gender issues, a third, um, uh, sexuality, homophobia, things like that, and we're going to study um, those different parts of the of video game culture, oh, among yeah. other things, of course, but that's kind of the cool. guideline. Okay, Alex, I, I got something, I got a bit of trivia. Okay. You've been really busy, and <laughs> justifiably so. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet you don't remember what Saturday is. What Saturday is? I know. Is it our five-year anniversary? It is our five-year anniversary! Anniversary of what? What anniversary? Oh, this Oh, shit, I guess I should know that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, I think that means you and me and a bunch of sneaky sneakies and a board game or video game or something Saturday night. I'm putting my Saturday night aside and we're on a date. And all you ladies are coming. That's awesome. That is really exciting. Yeah. Five years. Well, and we've made things so much better because look at the community. It's nice now. It's very accommodating. There's no hate. So Way to go! <laughs> I can uh, I can take off to the next person if you want, uh, since that seems like it would be less confusing. So, Kishana, you're next on my screen. Awesome! Hello, Kishana Gray, director of the Critical Gaming Lab, assistant professor, at Eastern Kentucky University, and mostly absent diva of Not Your Mama's Gamer. But that's okay <laughs> because y'all still love me, and I love y'all. Thank you for not kicking me out yet. I wanted to say that. Glad you haven't kicked me out yet. Well, keep writing kick-ass posts that make us all cry and your job safe. (laughs) Okay. I I love y'all. 
Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. I don't know who's next in my screen. It's a different order. I don't yeah. want to mess up the order. That's okay. I'll go next because it's um, on my next on my screen. It's actually alphabetical. It's Alicia. Hey, I am Alicia Carabinas. I'm a PhD student at Purdue University. And guess what I study? <laughs> Lab rats. Yay! Vaginas. <laughs> Sometimes I study vaginas. Uh, booze. Um, all of the above. Uh, I. I'm here. Yay. That's it. Go. <laughs> Ashley? That was some weak shit. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ashley's my sister wife, if that helps. I am. We're making our little, you know, concubine, so if you guys want to come join our compound. Um, anyways, I'm Ashley, and I am a second-year PhD student at Purdue in the Second Language Studies program, so I'm kind of an outlier here. Uh, like Bianca, I think. Yeah. No outliers here, man. Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's who I am, I guess. In a nutshell. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to talk about because I'm still into games. I like games. It's fun. There's a lot of stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm still new. <laughs> and you talk smartly about games. That's what counts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Smart things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bianca. Hi, everyone. Good to be back. Um... I'm Bianca Batty. I am a second-year PhD student in the uh, Lit Studies area at Purdue, uh, focusing on 20th and 21st century American literature, um, but specifically thinking about video games as playing a role in my field and how do we integrate it, how do we think about it, especially when it comes to issues of representation. Um, and how that speaks to the way we think about storytelling overall and how it's evolving. So that's my jam right there. Really excited to see all of you and talk with all of you right now after our, our winter break. So. You shouldn't diminish your jam because you're doing some really big, important stuff right now. Yeah. I'm not dim I, I, I like my jam. You know? right. it's, uh, you know, it's like a mixed berry jam. You know, <laughs> Lots of different berries in that I jam. Berries. Yeah, you me too. You have plenty of time to continue like putting more berries in or taking berries out. Also, you can kind of judge how awesome your jam is by how much Gamergate hates it. So you're kind of on a roll. Right? I know. <laughs> it's a good gauge. It's a good gauge, I it's guess. A great gauge. Yeah, silver lining. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. And last but definitely not least, Charlotte. Hi. I'm Charlotte Hyde. I am a... Well, since everybody's talking about their years, I'm a fifth-year PhD student <laughs> um, in my last semester, which is surreal. <laughs> I feel like I just started, and Alex was my tech mentor way back when. That was the best class I ever it taught. It was the best class. Um, I am the resident Lego scholar, and I will warn you before we get started, January is a very good month for Lego fans. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I have been doing. All right, that is our, uh, that is your crew for this evening. Welcome to the Love Boat. We are going to start with our usual what you're playing, what you're reading, what you're drinking. That's always the important part. <laughs> yep. uh -uh. All right, so we'll start with what you're playing, and I'll go in the order that I see on the show notes. Alicia, what you playing? Uh, well, I'm going to start with the things I played a little, and then I'm going to come around to the thing I played a lot. Um... <laughs> 
So I started a couple of things that I picked up during the Steam sale uh, that had been on my wish list for a while. I picked up Kentucky Route Zero, uh, which I'm not thrilled with, but maybe it gets better. A lot of people have said good things about it, so I'm willing to give it a little more time. But to me, it just seems like a, uh, a novel that could be better. Um, but we'll see. And the other thing that I got that I was really looking forward to, but maybe did not bear out for me, was the remake of Shadowgate. And I loved Shadowgate back in the day. Uh, you know, just a silly little kind of point-and-click adventure, but so good and so funny. And the remake just seems really slow, like everything has to load, and then you got to do stuff, and the text has to render. And I'm like, oh, this is not my game. So I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to play this. And I'm really sad about it, you guys, like... I got emotional, uh, but it's okay because I've been playing nonstop Metal Gear Solid Five, <laughs> oh. which I did not think I would play, and which sometimes I still get very angry at. You drank the Kool Aid, but which is also really fun, I have to say, because I like to steal and hoard in games, and it's like they made this game for me. You can <laughs> steal all the things, including people. <laughs> And you hoard them all back at your base, and my base is bright pink, which is amazing. Um, so you know, there's nothing, there's nothing so exciting as knocking some guys out and then like attaching balloons to their back and watching them sail off into the sky, knowing that they will be dropped back on your base and somehow lose their accents and all of their cultural uh, qualities and be your loyal soldiers. That's the way it works, right? Right. That's life. Life is totally <laughs> like that. And sometimes you have a naked sniper who follows you around. Yeah, I know <laughs> I do. <laughs> I wish I did. Um, yeah. yeah. That doesn't seem problematic. No. I mean, no. Like, like I said, there are some times when I yell at the mm -hmm. game a lot. And I'll probably write more about it. I've written a little bit about it since I've been playing. Um, but I can't, I can't help it. It's, it's, it's good. Even when it's not good, it's, there's still good stuff. And sometimes it's real bad. I have feelings. Go <laughs> ahead. Next. Kishana, what you playing, darling? Well, I haven't been able to, you know, play too much. I haven't taken your advice, Sam, with um, actually incorporating gaming into, like, my daily life. So I play a lot with kids, of course, you know. Um, but I've found myself, like, especially with this revised and resubmit that I have, I've, have to, I've been having to you know, I guess immerse myself into, like, Twitch culture a whole lot. So watching, like, a lot of streamers and seeing, like, experiences of, like, different groups and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I've been watching people do a lot of gaming. But mm -hmm. what I've, I've played um, a lot of the, the new Star Wars, mm -hmm. I didn't really, I'm not a star, I'm, I'm scared to say I've never seen Star Wars before. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Don't judge me, love. I didn't you're fired. I school and my, and my cohort made me play, so I'm with you. Okay, good. Thank you. No nerd shaming. Everything, <laughs> everything. I feel like everything that I needed to know about Star Wars, I got from Spaceballs. Like clearly, like I don't okay. need to know anything. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> At least you've seen something. Right, absolutely. But it's a it's a really cool game. I, I like playing it. I've been playing with the kids a whole lot, and we've also been playing Ninja Turtles. They've had some kids from across the street come over and play, and the Ninja Turtles game lets you play like up to four players. So I like games that let you do that so we all can kind of play and get it in. So that, that's about it. But this is a semester for gaming for me, Sam. I'm going to take your advice and put it on my schedule so I can get that back to that data collection and, you know, immersed into games and stuff. There you that's, go. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, Charlo. 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 <laughs> I like Charlo. That's good. I love putting an O at the end of people's names, making it a nickname. So I'm so for that, Charlo. <laughs> <laughs> Charlo gonna come through the train and kill all of us. Right. It's been a real long day for me. You leave me alone. Charlotte, I apologize. <laughs> Charlotte, what you playing, darling? She's bad now. I know well, she's gonna tell me now. No, I'm gonna tell you. So like I said, <laughs> January's a big month for Legos. Like all the big sets come out. <laughs> so Ghostbusters. I bought it. It's a monster. I wasn't going to build it, but then somehow it happened. I mean, <laughs> I haven't built it, but I started building it. How many pieces is in that one? 4,600 and something. Oh, God bless you. Ooh, wow. The, uh, yeah, I've only been intimidated by two Lego builds in my life. The first one was the London Tower Bridge, mm -hmm. which was, uh, I don't know, 2,000 something, but it doesn't have numbered bags, so it's... Almost 3,000 pieces that are all kind of the same color. This one at least has number bags, but it's a huge box. I, I, when I got the box, in fact, we I didn't know how to get the thing because I'm traveling a lot right now for conferences and stuff. And so my mom was like, let's just go to the mall and buy it. So we go to the mall on the first, and they, they were out of it, which was sort of disappointing. But then when I ordered it in the, in the online and got it, you know, in the mail... The box is so big, I was like, thank God, we would look like morons trying to drag this box around. <laughs> um, so it was really exciting. I, I started it by watching Ghostbusters and mm -hmm. building at the same time, because I don't want to forget the references, because it's like, uh, I don't even want to think about how old that movie is. 1984. So, uh -huh. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And there's another big one that I haven't bought yet, but will be happening soon, which is the latest modular, which is really fun, too, because it's a bank. And on the back of it, they put a little um, laundromat, and then there's references to money laundering. Oh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I cannot imagine how big that um, Ghostbusters box must be because P just started putting together, yesterday she was home six. And she started putting together her one of her Lego her Lego hotel. Mm-hmm. It is so cute. The, the it's got a fountain and it's got a little baby oh, grand wow. piano and the piano kills me. I want it so bad. <laughs> it is so adorable, but it was like twelve bags. Yeah, and, uh, twelve numbered bags, and she swore that she was going to put together the entire thing yesterday. She was yeah. like, I was like, Pete, you have to go to bed. You got to go to school tomorrow. She was like, I only have five more bags. Like, <laughs> like, I know it's bedtime. Like, I'm almost there, Mom. Yeah. I got this. Five more <laughs> bags. Somebody on Reddit posted a comparison picture of the Ghostbusters box with the brick bank box. And it's it makes the brick bank look tiny, which typically the modulars, which is what the brick bank is, are the big release of the year, the big set. Mm-hmm. And it makes it look tiny. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus. I mean, yeah. they're numbered bags, but it's still intimidating. Cause you, I opened the box, and there's two other boxes, and then under that is a bunch of other bags. And the footprint on it is probably at least 25% bigger than the modular buildings. So It's going to be a big build, too. It's going to be a big. It's going to take me a while. I just started it, and I'm still on bag number one. 
Well, I'll send P over and she can help you. And <laughs> she might never come home. Oh, man. My stepdad was messing with me. He was like, because I, I ordered it and then I went to Austin for the conference. He's like, I can have that built for you by the time you get back. And I'm like, I will kill you. I will kill you. Don't even look, don't even breathe on that box. <laughs> nope. That's not funny. You can't even open it. Don't even look at it. Right. <laughs> so. Cool. All right. Alex, what you playing? Well, I haven't been here forever, so I feel like my list should be longer, but uh, <laughs> it is what it is. I love the new Star Wars game. I've been playing that. I think it's super fun. Um, I bought the PS4 for it. Um, actually, it was a present from Michael. It was very lovely. <laughs> um, and I love the PS4 now. I always like the uh, Xbox One, or the Xbox better, but the PS4 is sweet. Graphics are awesome. Uh, anywho, so I've been playing that. I've been playing a little Call of Duty. Uh, I'm not very good at it, so I don't play that a ton. Sims 4, always a nice distraction. And then the only new one that I could think of is a game called Knack. Hmm. Have you guys heard of it? It's mm -hmm. like a kid's game. Yeah, it was a, it was a Xbox One launch game, wasn't it? I don't know. I got it for the <laughs> PS4. Um, ah, that's why. And no, I like it. Like, it's couch co-op. It's a sport watch game. Maybe. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I got it because it was free almost. I think it was like a... Oh my god! I pulled my headphones out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, I got it because it was like buy two used games, get one free, Black Friday, something like that. Anyway... And it was couch co-op, and it was the only decent-looking couch co-op game that I could find that wasn't shooting games. Um, but it's pretty cool. It's it, it's set up so that the second player, I mean, it basically could be a baby playing it. Like they don't, if they go off your screen, they just disappear and then pop back on screen. They keep, don't make the fights harder. They don't make the fights harder. They basically can't do anything to mess you up. So it's like if you have an annoying little brother or sister, that would be the perfect game. So. Knack, uh, you say? Knack, K-N-A-C-K. I almost oh, sent you a message and then I forgot. <laughs> um, but yeah, because they basically they can't do anything. the the main control the main person controls everything. So if they're awesome, like the fights last two seconds because like you can just kill them together. But otherwise, it's pretty great. Well, Pickle's um, starting to show some interest in playing with us. So well, that would be a that good might be a good way. Game. She mm -hmm. crawled around as Snake for about ten minutes one day while I was playing Metal Gear, which was hilarious. <laughs> Oh, just on her face, like, and she's like, look, I'm moving the guy. I'm that's, sorry. That's the thing, like, if, if all they want is to be able to move their hands and see something move on screen, yeah. it's the perfect game. Yeah, I might I might check into that. Thank you. Yeah, and then I've been playing a ton of board games. Um, I joined, I'm, I signed up for a pandemic survival tournament Ooh. in two weeks where they have Ooh. 12 teams of two, and you have your boards, and you play together, and they turn over one card at a time, and everyone takes their turn, then they turn over one more card, every, and whoever lasts at the end, they each get a free game of Pandemic, uh, one of the Pandemic expansions. So. Wow. That's so I've been playing. Pandemic Contagion is the game, the board game that I've been playing a ton of. It's awesome. And then my board game of the week is Roll for the Galaxy, which is the best board game I've ever played in my entire life, and I'm obsessed with it. It's by Rio Grande... Uh, Games Factory and uh, Gigamic, and it was released in 2014. And mo uh, most people have it within the top three games of, of 2015. 
Wow. It's amazing. So roll for the galaxy. Do it. It's an awesome. It stacks up so well for two player. Holds up so well for two player too. So. Oh, I need that. Okay, oh, I need God. that one. When everybody's done, it's remind so me. There's something complex. I have to tell you guys. For two player, <laughs> like it's so complex that every time, like, because Splendor is a great two player game. Right. But yeah. after you play it like a hundred times, it's like yeah. okay, like yeah. still fun, but you want to mix it up with more people. Like this is so complex that like, and they just came out with their first expansion this week. Which I didn't get yet because I'm not bored with the original, but it's awesome. So anyway, what were you gonna say, Alicia? Oh, I'll wait till everybody's done. Oh, okay. That's all I got. Okay. That's not really good, Alex. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's my turn. <clears throat> I got suckered into buying Destiny Taking King. <laughs> <laughs> I, by the way, I want. I'm gonna buy that, and a friend of mine at work wants um, people's. Uh, screen names because apparently I'm not a reliable fire team partner because I never show up when he tells me to. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, if... this is true. He tells him he's absolutely right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he, he, so I want uh, people's Xbox One names to give them if that's all right. So um, anyway, I'll mute myself now because my dogs are about to get in a dog fight. <laughs> <laughs> so as I said, I got suckered into buying Destiny Taken King because. Ashley told me that, and I don't remember saying this, that I said I would buy Taken King and play with her if she bought an Xbox One. You did. What I remember is swearing up and down that I was never going to buy Taken King. (laughs) Because I was mad that it was so expensive and I had already paid full price for the game. It's completely (laughs) ridiculous that it's that expensive for those of us who've already bought the whole damn game. You can buy the whole collected game now for less than I paid for original Destiny, for original much game. less the season pass that I bought. Yeah. You How get the original game plus the two season passes plus the Taken King for... 40 now. For Is it 40 or $50? Yeah. And we paid 60 bucks for the original, for the base game. And then yeah. How much 25 is the... or something for the season passes. Uh, yeah. If you buy the new one, does your character stay? Yes. Yeah. I'm just. Oh, yeah. It's the principle. But, there, of the but there's no mm-hmm. way. There's no way to buy the Taken King separate. You have to buy the pack that oh, has. Oh, you can everything. buy the Taken King separate, but it's also forty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm, no, no, no. You can only buy the Taken King separate if you have both expansion packs already, which are twenty dollars yeah. a piece. Oh yeah, which I do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. I was mad because mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna pay. Mm-mm. And but anyway. Ashley suckered me, and I bought the Taken King, <laughs> and we played Destiny together the other night, and that was actually kind of fun. But how did it feel when Bungie fisted you? <laughs> did you kill you any god? Horrible. I'm sorry. I'm not buying that shit. I don't care if it's the greatest game experience you've ever had in your life. It was so fun. So we can play together. Can Ricky play? No. <clears throat> But it wasn't the same because Ricky didn't sing. Ricky didn't sing. Ricky What's didn't the point? sing. I know. I think it's because Ashley was there. Um, uh... Yep. So I played The Taken King. I've also been playing Lego Dimensions. Um, because I've been my kid wants to, my kid's been wanting to play again, so I have to play ahead of her. I have to play one scenario ahead of her every time to see what's coming. Did you ever do the um, Doctor Who one? I have done the Doctor Who one. Wasn't um, that creepy? And you know what? It just, you know, nothing bothers me, Charlotte. <laughs> nothing bothers me either, but it was freaky. Like, it kept turning off the lights and shit. 
<laughs> and then they come back on, and, and the and the uh, fallen angel is the like, statue's angel in your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it didn't I'm not the me. only one. People on Reddit were talking about this. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. it might freak her out a little bit, but she's been begging to play it, so I don't know. And I bought the I bought the separate expansion. Um, the separate like level pack for uh, Doctor Who, so I'm gonna have to play through that too because she's been asking to play through that um, to see how that is. Um, Gems of War, which was like the one of the Xbox Live free games last month, which is just a um, you know match three game and you know kill baddies over on the enemy side. Um, it's a good time waster when you just want to sit there and do nothing, but you don't really want to play a game that requires you to focus, you know, to focus or hyper focus, and you don't have to. It's not time, so you can play a hand a turn and then like look away, um, and that was kind of fun. Um, and then Hasbro Live. Um, which is the one that has like Monopoly and all that other stuff in there. And that was pretty fun. Um, I played that for a little bit and that was a whole bunch of free, quick gamer score points. You know how I'm about my gamer score points. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. I'm a gamer score ho. I can't help it. Give me all the Are points. you really? God, yes. Totally. Give me so all you're, the you're, points. So you're like an, a completionist. I'm trying to think about. No, 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 no. Okay. So you don't have to get every achievement. No, I don't have to get every achievement. But I want all the I want all the gamer score points I can get. <laughs> so I'll play. I can't. Games. I can't even say anything because my gamer score is ridiculous. So. <laughs> I can't even make fun of her in this. <laughs> What's yours? A lot. I'm not talking about it. Uh -oh. <laughs> you know what? I've had so many gamer tags because I used to play uh, my personal and professional gamer tags separately. Um, so I I don't have all my and you and you never were. I was able ever to merge my two gamer my my two um gamer tags. So mm -hmm. I didn't, I lost all the points that I played on my other gamer tag. Oh wow! Mm. I know. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Ashley, what you playing, babe? Um, aside from my tablet games of Neko Atsumi. And, <laughs> oh, I didn't miss uh, that. You're right. Mm -hmm. Fallout Shelter, which I have like over a hundred people now. Um, I'm the ultimate breeder, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just like leave one guy in there. And I just cycle women out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I, I feel like dirty playing this game. Yeah. But I mean, in order to meet the objective, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? I don't know. Um, and then Destiny, uh, as Sam was saying, I've been playing that. And then um, I don't know if I've been playing as much as I've been dying, but uh. of Decay, um, <laughs> which I really like and I'm getting better at. But yeah, there's a lot of dying and failure in that one for me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is. Uh, there's a lot of dying and failure for everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't let Alicia fool oh. you. 
I've seen her ass die many brilliant ways. Oh my god! I rented a Fallout Four from Redbox, and I think I died a thousand times. Yeah, I died a lot. Um, and then a bird story I've been playing because I'm gonna do that in my class with my ESL students. Ooh, cool! Uh, so yeah, which I really like a bird story. It's very cute. I want to write about it. Cool. Nice. That's it for me. Oh, Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Bianca. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> been playing a ton. I went home for the winter break, um, and we're a puzzling family. So we did a lot of puzzles, um, some of them Hobbit-themed, because we're also <laughs> a Lord of the Rings family. So I'm really telling you all about how nerdy my family is right now. Um, and But we also did this uh, thing called a panic room while I was home. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I'm sure you guys, some people call them, there's like other ones elsewhere. They're called like exit rooms, I think, or like puzzle rooms. But in L.A. they're called a panic oh, room. Oh, like with the place where you go. and You go and they lock yeah. you in. You know they, have, like, they so. have one in Indy now. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, and we should all go do it together because yeah. we would like. But we have to be super drunk when we do it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Um, and this like <laughs> tiny Hungarian woman was running it when we went, and she was just like super irreverent and hilarious and making jokes about how she was gonna like spank all of the men in our group. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> um, but um, that we went with it, you know. We're just rolling with the punches. <laughs> we had like two rooms, and the one we went to is like bunker themed, and we like super ruled it so hard. We you get like an hour to get out, and it was like they, so they lock you in, and you find you have to like solve puzzles to find a key to a second room, and then you solve puzzles to find a key to a third room, and then in that third room. When you solve the puzzles, you get the key to the like main door that's in the first room to get out. But you're actually like locked in. Um. Yeah, but they have um cameras in there, and she gives you a walkie-talkie so that. And I there's would, also. I would cut my wrist before I'd be like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I would like probably actually panic. Be like, yeah, no, I'm not totally panic. My mom kind of is a little. So we went with my parents and Alex and me and my sister and her boyfriend. And my mom's a little claustrophobic, but like as soon as the timer started, she was like, I, "We gotta solve these puzzles." Like it wasn't even a concern. We were all scrambling around. Like I have, I got all bruised up because I was just like crawling around the room looking for keys and stuff. <laughs> oh my um, god! And we got. They give you 60 minutes, but we got out of there in 32. So nice, pretty fast. Um, and uh, it was actually really fun, and I definitely want to do another one um, because the like adrenaline high afterwards was great. We're all just like covered in dirt and super stoked. Um, and uh, yeah, that was that was nice because it was like toward the end of my my trip back home when you know we're all sort of starting to get sick of each other, so it made <laughs> us like not sick of each other again because we were like, yeah, we did this thing all together. And uh, so that I really liked doing that. And then when I got home, I was like, great, I'm going to play a bunch of games. I'm going to get caught up after my trip. And then I got food poisoning. So I played oh. a lot of Nico Atsume on the toilet. So I did a lot of that. And then when I wasn't <laughs> on the toilet, I was watching Alex play Fallout and die a lot. Um, and that's been my... <laughs> 
my life right now. Now you all know about my <laughs> bathroom situation, and I'm not even drinking alcohol right now, so there's no <laughs> that must be bad for that overshare. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca's not drinking. The world's coming to an end. I know it's hurting my belly still. I'm, I'm mm. very sensitive. I'm a delicate flower, everyone. So <laughs> even coffee is hurting me, and that's like a horrible tragedy. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's De definitely give up the alcohol before the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have either. I'm off both. Uh, oh. uh, oh. mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did wait, that... wait. Before we move on, okay. Yeah, you guys I just want to say really quickly that I think I mentioned this before. My students last semester were making board games in class. Mm -hmm. One of my groups rocked it. They made a game that is so good. I have been encouraging them to try to sell it. Really? Yes. What's it about? What is it? It, it's it sounds really dumb <laughs> when you explain it. And they kind of started it like as a joke. They're like, oh, we're going to kind of make this game about what if you're a fruit and you're trying to not get eaten. <laughs> and I remember I put notes in their Google Doc. I was like, maybe you guys should I keep brainstorming. It. Oh, my God. I think it's awesome. It but the game that they made is actually really cutthroat. They, they thought they were making a game for kids. And I was like, guys, <laughs> the kids would cry. This is, this is a game for adults. It's super cutthroat. You're constantly like just making people go back and restart. But it was just really fun and entertaining. We kept, instead of just playtesting one day, everybody in the class kept coming over and playtesting that game over and over and over. Uh, it's addicting. It's called Fruit King. So if this ever hits the market, you will know that's my kids. And people out there, don't try to steal that shit because I'll know. Mm -hmm. And I will I tell them to sue like you. That sounds like a fucking awesome game. It was I so good. I'm so proud of them. That's awesome. You're a fool. They should go through that. They should go through that. Um, that service <laughs> that that prints one-offs of board games and kickstart it. Yeah, Hell I told yeah. them. I mean, and that was their project. They had to set it up like a Kickstarter. So they have everything they need oh, wow. to make it happen. Yeah. I'm like, you guys should maybe consider doing this. You know, you got all the stuff. Um, so I was just really proud of them. And it was it was really fun to work with my students on creating games because I got to bring in all this different theory, and they were really excited about reading it. But they worked really hard thinking about mechanics and balance and... It was a blast, and being a, a big board game person like you, Alex, it, it was it was so much fun to be involved with that. And now I just want to make board games all the time. <laughs> so that was that's it. I just awesome. wanted to tell you guys because I was really excited about them. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Yay. All right, let's go quickly through. <laughs> yeah, I know. What are we like? Fifty minutes in. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So let's go quickly uh, through. What you're reading. We'll just do a quick run through because a lot of us are reading similar things. Mm -hmm. Beginning of the semester. So we're yeah. all rereading Homo Luden. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Um, yep. Rick Coster's Theory of Fun. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so what are you reading that's not Homo Ludens and Rafe Coster? Um, <laughs> I'm reading And the Mountains Echoes. What's that? It's a uh, fiction. But it's actually really good. It's written by a college. You say that, like fiction is not usually really good. You're like, oh, but it's really I good. Mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, as a PhD student, how often do I get to read fiction? Right. Yeah. A lot. If you're in lit studies like me. Oh, I'm not in lit. <laughs> I have to read a lot of empirical stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But it's by Khalid Husseini. He's the same author of The Kite Runner. I don't know. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, it's so good so far. I've, I'm not really a crier, and at one point I almost, yeah, I was like um, choked up. Um, <laughs> had some feels. Yeah, a lot of feels. Yeah, a lot of feels. It's a really good book. I highly recommend it. Cool. Well, I see lots of uh, comics on this list yeah. for folks. Mm-hmm. That's what I got for Christmas from everyone. <laughs> um, which was great. So I caught up on a lot of comics the past couple of weeks. I caught up on Lumberjanes, which, again, I've talked about before, but I can't say it enough. It's so good, and everyone in the world should read it. I love it. Um, I also caught up on Rat Queens, which is also super good. I feel like the Rat Queens are who the Lumberjanes would grow up into if they, like, <laughs> started drinking and doing drugs a lot. Um, <laughs> so, and then I also caught up on Bitch Planet, which is fantastic as well. I just like was reading all the comics on, on ladies. Although Bitch Planet has I don't know. I'm I'm I think that Lumberjanes is my favorite. Bitch Planet has some I don't know yet. I feel like I need to read more of it to Yeah. I'm to with see where it's going to go. Uh, I feel like it could go either way. I think that it's interesting what they're trying to do, like attempting some sort of like feminist spin on exploitation genre kind of themes and imagery. Um, yeah. But again, that's such a tricky thing to do, and I think it's going to really depend on how they move the the thing forward, um, the series forward, mm -hmm. to see if it really works for me. But I think that it's it's engaging enough for me to keep wanting to read it. Um, but there's a lot of material there for me to work with, I think, sort of thinking-wise, thinking about feminism and narrative and comics and stuff like that. Um, but I think that's what, like, Lumberjanes is so great. They all, like, they're always like, holy bell hooks! And, like, instead of, like, <laughs> oh, crap! Um, and so that's what I, it's like, it's really sort of, like, positive, yeah, we can do it kind of a thing. Um, and so that one really is one that I love the most right now because of that really sort of positive vibe to young girl sort of friendships um, and empowerment. So that's, that's my number one comic right now. I need to be adopted into your family if everybody's gifting you comic books. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me where I can file the paperwork. Okay, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> and then my mom and I, when my dad would go to bed because he gets really squeamish, we watched all of Ash vs. Evil Dead together. <laughs> um, so that was like our girl time, was watching the super bloody and actually pretty hilarious Ash vs. Evil Dead. So if any of you have stars, I recommend that as well. Good mother-daughter bonding, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that's what I've been reading, watching the past couple weeks. Mm -hmm. um, well, I've been reading a comic too. I've been reading Saga by Brian King. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. it's so good. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I have the big volume one uh, collected, the first like three trade paperbacks, mm -hmm. and. I got about halfway through it and then just stopped and immediately ordered the other two trades mm -hmm. that are available. Yeah. <sighs> and he's not going to be able to do this fast enough to please me. And I know. That makes me sad. Yeah. It's the good. art, the art in that series is yeah. just so it's good. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> cool. All right, fun stuff. What you drinking? Pick me, pick me. Okay, pick you, pick you, Alicia. <laughs> what are you drinking, darling? Toasted caramel whiskey. Ooh. Wow. Oh, what's that? And I also, I also have a creamy dark because that's how I am. Mm -hmm. um, I want so, to go to there. Go to there. So, yeah, a friend of mine just kind of mentioned this in passing, like, oh, I had a really bad day, so now I'm drinking toasted caramel whiskey. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Give me that. Let's, let's scale it back a little bit. You need to tell me about this. So it's like a blend. So it's not like a pure whiskey. It's like liqueur and whiskey, which sounds terrible until you put it in your mouth, and it's amazing, <laughs> if, even if you're not like a whiskey drinker. I am, right. and that just sounds like an abomination. No, you I don't, don't like my whiskey sweet. <laughs> well, then it's yeah, not I for like you. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry about your no, miserable life. I um, I think absolutely uh, that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. Look, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. So even if you're not a whiskey drinker, if you are, whatever, I, I can go both ways on this and many other things. Um, <laughs> just pour it over a little ice, you're fine. A splash of soda or ginger ale, you're fine. Mix it with all manner of things. I'm sure you're probably fine. It's delicious. It's smooth. It is a little on the sweet side. So, Sam, I guess it's not for you. You're just going to have to suffer a sad life without toasted caramel whiskey, but it smells good, <laughs> it tastes great, it's probably the best thing in a bottle I've ever had. She'll be trying to put that down on my agenda for tomorrow. Put Toast. it in your face. And it's super cheap. It's like so cheap that I was a little like, this has got to be sketch. Ooh. What, what, like what, what distillery is it from? Ah, uh, I got to look it up. See, that scares me because shit like that gives me a hangover. Mm -hmm. Not me. <laughs> well, you don't have to drink like eight glasses. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point, then? Okay, it's, it's black velvet, which also sounds super No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm telling you. It doesn't matter. So we're not so, wait, you're saying we're not supposed to drink the whole bottle. It sounds super sketchy, but it doesn't matter. She's saying that until she praying to the porcelain gods in the morning. <laughs> Yo, I'm on my third bottle of this stuff. So Tonight? Tonight? No, yes. Coherent. Jeez. Like I don't know. December. Something. <sighs> it's good. It's worth it. I remember I was with my in laws and Kathy brought me a a Kathy shot, which is this huge thing, this huge glass, mostly Red Bull. That's not a shot. With whiskey. Yeah, it's like a huge drink. <laughs> anyway, so I downed like three of them. This is before graduation. And the first one, I leaned over to my father-in-law, and I went, whiskey. And so anyway, he went through, like, weeks thinking I had downed probably three-quarters of a bottle of whiskey <laughs> right before I went walked across the stage. I was like, Keith, it was Red Bull. I thought, and like, I, like, leaned over, and I was like, I'm just kidding. And he goes, I was just so in shock. I was like, how is that waitress still walking around? <laughs> like, Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm just drinking some boxed wine. <laughs> oh, that red? boxed wine. Little red. Little red. Y'all go make fun of me <laughs> and my toasted caramel whiskey. Alex over there drinking a boxed wine. Like, We've been making fun of wine, wine in a box. Five box years now. It is almost. It almost serves no purpose. <laughs> it's not like it's gonna change my mind. I'd be drinking some sketch whiskey if I had any uh, any sour patch kids to go I with it. Sketch whiskey yeah. is the fucking business. 
She be she be sitting over there dropping Sour Patch Kids and cheap ass whiskey and downing it. So yeah, I mean some some things have been going on for so long you can't even make fun. Well, my yeah, my new true. thing is gonna be toasted caramel sketch ass cheap. <laughs> I have this new Damn. box wine that I drink. It's Corbet Canyon Pinot Noir. It's one of the only places that boxes Pinot Noir, so it's very good. It's seven. I found it a. It's mostly like thirteen bucks a box in most places. I found it at a liquor store for seven fifty a box. Shut up, dogs. We're discussing booze. <laughs> Seven fifty a box. Nice. Anyway, that's some upscale ass wine for seven fifty a box, man. <laughs> you do you, Alex Lane. Drink your boxed wine. Oh my gosh! All right. What are y'all drinking? Who else is uh, drinking? I'm drinking water out of my hospital. Water hospital cup. Yeah. Team water. Oh, we got three people drinking water. Yeah. Charlotte, I'm not drinking water. Four? Charlotte, come in. No, no, no. Wait, hold on. Y'all know I'm not drinking water. I know. Oh, okay, I was like, damn. <laughs> it's just what? <laughs> Charlotte, we're waiting for you to join us. What are you well, doing? it's not that exciting, though. It's cranberry ginger shandy. It's not my favorite. Nor mine. But it's, what, it's what they had. So, yeah. I'm, waiting. I'm not drinking water. I'm waiting for grapefruit. <laughs> Still boozing. Oh, my gosh, Alicia. That reminds me. In Texas, they uh -huh. had all of them. They had grapefruit and pumpkin and all of them. No. Uh -huh. Yes. I, everywhere I went, I was like, this is crazy. You know what? I so think we need to visit Terry's parents. Mm -hmm. That's, you know why I was like, Charlotte? Because there are no fucking seasons in Texas. So <laughs> it's true. That's probably true. It was 90 degrees in Texas. <laughs> I think oh, most Christmas of the yeah, I think much of the dismay of my mom, I was like, I gotta move back because there's a lot of beer here. <laughs> I don't think she appreciated that comment. But, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying. Charlotte, you go have to you the ever store. had Goza before? No. Mm -hmm. So it's G O S E. Look for it next time you go to the liquor store. Okay. There are beers that they age in typical. I think it's red red wine or white wine barrels. And it huh. comes out with this super fruity flavor. And, oh, my God, it's incredible. So next right. time you're at the liquor store, look for something that's a beer that says G-O-S-E. Okay. You are going to love try it. that. I have written it down. Oh, it's so good. You, I mean, you got to get, like, a lot of them put I, too much cardamom in it for me. I don't love that flavor. Mm. But, um, yeah, me either. But most of them, like, some of them are absolutely to die for. You need to make a list for us so we know which ones have, are heavy cardamom and I can skip. I just had one that was, like, the best thing I ever drank in my life, but I think it's really hard to find. I'll have my Goza um, dealer put together a list for you. <laughs> <laughs> you can get in Lafayette because she's from Lafayette. Oh, is it who I think it is? Well, it's Jess Huber. She's yeah. the professor from audiology or yeah. speech, whatever. Yeah, she's a Goza freak, and she oh my, she brought some up here this last weekend. They were visiting. Oh, they're so good. So at least we know we can get it. Yeah, tell her to make us a list. All right, and and of any other beers she might recommend just for funsies. She she I don't know what I was about to say. She drinks so much beer. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> I mean, I always see when she's talking about different beers. Yeah. So she's constantly it, trying different beers. It's like it's like one of her hobbies. So she has two. Oh, wait, that, that's a hobby. I need to get on this. Is there a club? Yeah. So she no, it's Untapped is what she uses. She yeah. follow her on Untapped. I follow her on Untapped. Yeah. Like a double kegerator. 
She has a beer fridge for certain beers, and she has, like, these aging boxes for, like, Imperials that she ages for a year, and then she gets them every season and then replaces them. And she'll, so she, like, gets beers from all over the place and then does these, like, rare beer clubs, and they each swap, you know, if okay. you get a four pack. hang on. This is for fancy people who have real jobs and aren't grad students. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. But she can get you some, some, if, some introductor, in, intro to Goza. I'll get some. I'll get a list. That would be fun. She, her Please beer knowledge is second Sam, to can you sign up for all this shit because you got that tenure money and then like just share the wealth? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have any kids. That's why. All my money goes to my kids. She chose <laughs> beer over kids and I'm kind of thinking that maybe she That would have been a good decision. No. <laughs> Alright. Um, well, it's my turn. I've I was double fisting it. I was first drinking a um, cranberry mango juice with cranberry vodka. Ooh, well, that sounds um, good. But I just finished that. See, <laughs> I guess um, it was good. <laughs> it was good. So now I'm switching to the. See, I, this is my last bottle. Hangovers. Huh. Um beam the bean blossom hard cider is what I'm switching to now. Nice. We need more ciders around here. Yeah, somebody needs to make a trip to Michigan and bring us back some. Um I might be doing that, so Okay. I want a case of money. We're gonna come back to your car. Like creating sparks on the asphalt. (laughs) We're gonna make you get so much. I am I'm not even happily give you money. I love Vandermill. I want the the I know what you want. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want want the goddamn pineapple hula too, because where is that shit here? Uh, Not here. I'm so mad. Anyway. Anyway, Don't we so have we, something we actually need to talk about tonight. Yes, we made it through what you playing, what you read, what you drinking. <laughs> yeah. It only took us an hour. An hour. Woo! Well, there's a there's like eighteen of us. <laughs> I had a lot of whiskey by now, so that's what I see. Right. <laughs> there's only seven toasted caramel whiskey. Y'all don't fucking know it's business. All right. Somebody's so anyway. gonna comment on this podcast and be like, yeah. Watch. No, they're not. Yeah, Black Velvet, I'm sure, is listening to our podcast. Just like, oh, <laughs> shout out! Did you Black hear that, Jerry? I heard it. I'm going to text them or, or, or tweet, tweet them. <laughs> text them <laughs> words that begin with T. Shut up. <laughs> All, right, All right. On that note, so Almond we can dough. make it through this. Um, this, was a, this was our fun episode. Thus, that's why we're here having fun. <clears throat> um. We thought it would be fun to get together and just kind of do a welcome back episode. Talking about what we played over break, what we're looking forward forward to in 2016, that kind of stuff. Um, so we, we don't feel too bad for taking it out. We talk about what you play, what you're eating, what you're drinking. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did Sam just say what we're looking forward to in 2014? I said 16. <laughs> <laughs> See, you need to put that whiskey down. <laughs> I swear. You said 14. No, I did not. Man, Alicia sees 18 people. She thinks she can't hear. 14. 
<laughs> You're not too good with numbers right now, lady. Yeah, calm down, Twitter. <laughs> Drink it. Put the Twitter down. <laughs> All right. Behave yourselves. <clears throat> um, these are some good questions in the show notes. Who was all organized to put questions in the show notes? I didn't put so, questions in the show notes. <laughs> uh, I put some. I didn't know if there was like a focus, so I put some there. Um, but I think it's also like good for us to like focus. I didn't realize this was like the anniversary, you know, of Not Your Mama's Gamer, and I think that's that's kind of awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and and maybe I would like to hear, you know, from especially from you day one folks who've been there since the beginning, you know, how you've seen like the growth, you know, where did you reach your vision? Did you achieve your goals? Like I know those are like big questions, but like think about like when you started it. Like did you imagine that it would be here getting like an award winning podcast, you know? Did you imagine that? It would be this? <laughs> I mean, maybe you, did. of course, Sam and all her grandeur, of course. You did. Oh, no, I was like, this shit's going to get me run out of town on a rail. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You know, I, 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 but take us back, take us back to like your vision. Like, where did it, where did this start? Like, where it all started? I think that's the, that's the question of the night since we're approaching the anniversary. Um, I agree. I think, and Alex can help me here. Um, we started this because we we wanted something that we didn't see in other women-run podcasts. Nobody saw this. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it was kind of a it was it was a class project that Sam was teaching a class and steered me onto podcasts, and so I did a project on them, and we had a lot of conversations, like Sam said, about how they're just. They didn't do what we wanted. They seemed like they were so afraid to engage with the real critical issues that women face, yeah. the hate and the vitriol and how we're constantly being excluded from the industry and from the communities and from, you know, a visible part of of gaming as a whole. And and they all it all seemed to sidestep the uh I know it was funny because we took an hour to do what you play and what you read and what you drink in, but it seemed like that what is what consisted that made up most Female run all female podcasts. It was here's what we're playing. Here's the new game coming out, and we were like, Sam was like, just she, she's always been the podcast person, um, much more than me. And she's like, so I think I certainly didn't come up with the idea to do my project on podcasts. So I never would have done that. That was Sam. Like, hey, listen to these and think about them. And I'm like, not good enough. <laughs> not good enough, right? do it. <laughs> I don't know, but that's my memory of it. So, Sam? No, I mean, I think you're absolutely right. You know what? I still have your project somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough. It was very multimedia. I made a mashup of of all the different female-run podcasts. I did a data-driven empirical study. I took the top 100 video game podcasts um, on iTunes and whatever the other service was at the time, and I went through all the casts and found the number that were women only and the number that had a woman on them and then the number that were male only. So I had, like, mm -hmm. some data. Mm -hmm. I had quantitative. I had, like, quotes up on a trifold board. It was, it was, uh, yeah, legit. It was fancy. It was legit. That was back in the day. I know. I did, ma I did like, song mashups for a lot of my projects, looking back on it. <laughs> So I mean, the, I mean that was kind of our thing. We were like, okay, so this is what we want to see, 
and this is what we don't see. And that was when we said, well, clearly the only way we're going to get to what we want is to do it our damn selves. <laughs> and what we really wanted was like critical, feminist, smart perspectives. Mm-hmm. Like there's not that there wasn't women talking about that at the time. Our first interview with Sherry Grain Array and yeah. talk about pioneers for paving the way for women in games, but they're just academia was silent on so many issues and we were like, we could do a podcast and we could actually bring some of these things to light from somebody who's trained to talk critically about digital and rhetorical artifacts. Yeah, and there weren't people doing academic podcasts then, okay. so it was it was pretty interesting, and I was like, I don't know what this is going to turn into or what's going to happen with this. Um, and we just kind of kept going. I mean, at first, I think we were we were podcasting, I think, every two weeks still mm-hmm. um, and posting three times a week. I think we started, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. Um, and then um, after a while, we brought in a third person. Sarah. Uh, yeah, we brought in Sarah. And then when Sarah left, we brought in Nicole. It seems like burnout has been a big thing that happens a lot. People work really well on yeah. the podcast and blog for about six months, um, and then there's burnout. Um, I think for a couple reasons. One is it's really fucking depressing to write and yeah. think and research about this stuff yeah. every, day, every day, and you're going to face some burnout. Yeah. But also the sheer amount of work that it takes to come up with engaging material, um, yeah. it, I mean, it's very, it's a, you guys all know. You're doing mm-hmm. it right now. It's extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went through a few people before Alicia kind of kicked all our asses and put us into uh, a <laughs> indie gear. And then she got knocked up and left us for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And then left. That's right. Okay, so one time I had some sex. <laughs> <laughs> when a man loves a woman very much. <laughs> Put this penis in her. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have heterosex. I just want you guys to know that. Uh, yeah. Gross heterosex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, go ahead, Sam. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I think it's a beautiful point that you know you bring up, Alex. You know, especially because the format that y'all have. You know, whenever I think about some podcasts, they're either all educational and all boring. Or, you know, just too casual, informal, and not really engaging. Nothing I can really bring into the classroom. So that's why I love, that's what I always loved about this podcast, um, you know, because I can really take some things and really take it into the classroom. Students are entertained, but then they get something out of it, too. So I think that's a beautiful blend um, that you all, you know, came up with. And like you said, you know, it is, it does take work, you know, to keep it going. Like, I'm just thinking about how much, you know, Sam has to do, especially when, like we fuck up and don't get our shit in or something, you know. She she has to come up, with, you know, and it's it's burdensome. Um, but I'm I'm thankful for the format because I really think it's a really successful format that works, you know, especially to move not just academic spaces, but also you know like the casual spaces as well, you know, like those public you know um uh, spaces as well. I think that's really important. Were you Sam? Were you tenured when this got started? Yes. Or were you were. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I was. I was tenured when this got started. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know. If I, it would have been. It would have been hell if I had not been, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. it's hard to count this kind of work, mm-hmm. even though it is academic work. It's hard mm-hmm. to count it as academic work, or it's mm-hmm. it's not as hard now as it was then. 
Right. Yeah, I will say the landscape has changed because this is absolutely recognized as part of my publishing, academic publishing, for towards tenure. And my department is very supportive of it. In fact, there's a newspaper article running in our school newspaper about Not Your Mama's Gamer in February. So they're, right. they're very supportive of it. And um, the, what you were saying about the format was interesting because people have said to me, well, I don't start listing till 45 minutes in because you don't talk about stuff. And I've heard people say, well, I only listen for 45 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I only read the blog. Why don't you just focus on the blog? Or I only listen to the podcast. So we've right. taken plenty of flack along the way, and we've changed. Like, the changeover to video was a huge deal. Um, oh, God, you guys fought me tooth and nail. I didn't. I didn't. I what what happened? Idea. What happened? What What was that? What happened? I was like, wouldn't it be pretty cool if we, you know, because well, we, we used to do it via Skype. Um, and then it became difficult to record via Skype because they yeah. changed their API. Yeah. Um, and then I said, well, we'll do Google Hangouts. And then I was like, well, since we're doing Google Hangouts, why don't we? I, I, I lied, right? I was like, why don't we try a video just once? Right? Yeah, we did a pilot night. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just do it once, you know, our first time out. And people were like, yeah, okay, yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to keep going who notices. <laughs> I don't know how, but Small's got my wallet and chewed up my license and my credit card. Son oh, of a no. bitch. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, no. What a dick. Oh, is it destroyed? Is it bad? It's pretty bad. Ew. Oh no, she just got my Costco card and Mike's ID for school. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. Back to you. And there was ten dollars in here. <laughs> yeah, there was. Not now. <laughs> you fucking. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Back to. I'll mute myself here for a minute until I get it together. <laughs> Some of us have always ignored the video thing, though, so I'm just saying. You know, you've been on video before, Charlotte. No, I have not. Yeah, you, you were. Have... Once or twice, nope. weren't you? Nope. Nope. Oh, Charlotte, you're just evil. I could have sworn it was once or twice you've been on. I'm not sure that's evil. I don't think that. I don't think that's a <laughs> thing. <laughs> Maybe I've just seen you on video and then you shut it off when we start recording. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Even. I don't think evil is correct. <laughs> um, so I mean, there, like I said, like Alex said, with, there have been some changes. I think we've always um, had the goal of being not just an academic mm -hmm. um, podcast and blog, but also something that our our goal was always to cross boundaries between academia, mm -hmm. industry. And, and and mainstream games culture. Or and games that's like culture. a way that Sam lives her life and teaches all her classes. And yeah, it, it is. she instilled it to me, like, if some if you're not touching, because you're ne as a researcher, you're never separate from the community you're studying. You're always influencing it in some way, no matter how Absolutely. much you want to pretend you're not. Yeah. So why not harness that and try to make it better? And that's she's right. been saying that from day one. And now on Monday, I say that to my students. I'm like, you guys are in here. This isn't a this isn't a, a prerequisite for something. This doesn't count for some social work area. You're here because you love games, and we're gonna study them and make it better. Mm -hmm. And like that's what she taught. And hopefully, anybody who even if even people who haven't been on the podcast long, kind of walk away with is like, we're not just gonna study this. We're gonna make it better. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I've noticed. One thing I've noticed uh, being on the job market that really surprised me is that. People are really, really receptive to game studies now in my field. So I found that surprising um, in a good way, but 
I, I continue to be surprised because almost every interview, that's what people want me to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to get people to see what we do, or it was initially, not mm-hmm. so much now, kind of as what we see it as, which is kind of activist work, mm-hmm. right? Um, because other podcasts or people like, like Alex said, are people who are like, hey, here's what we're playing. Here's what we've been doing. All right, here's see the you news. later. Right. Yeah. Um, and we've always tried to go past that, right? We've always tried to go past that and, and not only in the, not only in our posts and in our podcasts, but I mean, We've, we've been doing stuff like the Extra Life Marathon to raise money for Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Um, we've been doing stuff like working um, with kids in like the local schools. We've been doing stuff to kind of do outreach everywhere we possibly can. Um, and that's something that I've, that I've always wanted to do and something that I want to do more of. Um, so <laughs> as you guys start seeing more of stuff, me going, hey, psst, we need to do this. Um, I need volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all like, like this didn't happen by accident. It was like, you know, it's kind of Sam's vision mm-hmm. and some grad student energy and then <laughs> years of really fucking hard work in the yeah. face of people calling no, us. No doubt. There imagine I've worked more, more on this than my school working. stuff. Don't tell anybody, though. What's that? <laughs> there have been some weeks I've worked more on this than my school stuff, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and I mean, like no shit. I mean, just I can't not count this as academic work. Why? Because I probably put twenty hours a week mm-hmm. behind the scenes into into NYMG yeah. stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I've listed my publications um, for the blog in my publication section of my tenure uh, case. So where do there. you put it? Where do you put them? So we have five areas, <laughs> and in my scholarly my publishing. Mm-hmm. I put it in that. Mm-hmm. You put the awards under you put the awards under awards, and then you can you can cite you can cite the you can cite the blog as publication. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. So I have a list of however many posts I've written since I started my job, <laughs> like seventy or whatever. I have that huge. I have a whole list there. Oh God, I can't list all those. I I, I go through every like couple months when I'm active. That's that scares me. Okay, I've got a I've got a, a section called public scholarship, like where I put like hmm. all this blog stuff. I call it, yeah, because I kind of I kind of separate like all all everything encyclopedias, book chapters, peer reviewed stuff. So that's under public scholarship. Hopefully, I hope it doesn't get lost. In that. Well, mine doesn't differentiate my university between types of publishing. So, for example, someone went up when when um. Wikipedia first came out, his tenure project when he got hired was to edit and make solid every single Wikipedia entry on statistics, and he got tenure on that. So, I mean, it's certainly, it's more of like a, do you have a vision, and are you making a difference? Because it's a, like, it's a very sort of urban, serving the people type university that's always been our mission, so. But I don't know if you're, at Purdue, if that would have flied, flied, you know. Flew. Yeah. Flown. 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 Flown.
Ashley, you're a PhD student, yeah? Yeah. Are you okay, okay. Where did you you're at Purdue, right? How did you get introduced to like game studies and like how have <laughs> I'm always interested to see how you become like a part of this crazy fucking crew. <laughs> it just happened. One day I woke up and I had an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know. I met Sam when I started dating Ricky, and then I met Alicia, and they were always talking about games, and then <laughs> I'm, so in my field, in second language studies, I'm really interested in the use of um, technology for writing, uh, for language acquisition, but more importantly, I'm interested in using uh, critical race theory because my field kind of overlooks racial tensions and um, just doesn't really deal with feminist uh, perspectives as much as I think they should, given the context of learning a language and what that entails. Um, so with that, I decided to take Sam's computers uh, and rhetoric and language course. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that was all games. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> it was. Um, it was games. I was like, oh, where are the computers? Oh, computer games. Got it. All right. That's um, not a lot, Sam. It was. It was a lot of games. A lot of games. A lot of game talk. And I started seeing the, the intersections and uh, how I might be able to use this in my own research. Um, I'm still piecing a lot of it together. And then Sam was like, yeah, you can get an Xbox. Tax deduction. I was like, what? That's academic. I was like, it's academic. Well, if you write for not your mom's gamer post, you know, then it's it's academic. Hell yeah. So if I buy an Xbox and I start writing for the blog, it's academic? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is how she hooks us. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like a whole ordeal. I was looking at Xboxes online. I was like, well, if I get an Xbox, then I have to get a TV. Academic <laughs> too. You can do that too. I was like, what? <laughs> so one day I went to Best Buy and I got a TV and an Xbox at the same time. Hell yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. And then the next day I was at GameStop, like, look at these games I bought. You know, that, we kinda we kinda all have a little origin story about how we, we ended up Well let's tell them mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm that's curious good. about Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was a little bit a longer. I don't longer even road. remember. Come on, let's hear it. Um, okay, so you and Sam initially asked me to come on the podcast, and I did. I think it was probably my first year, and I had no idea what y'all wanted from me. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was a trial run. You might not have known that, but it, no, I I didn't know, and it was very awkward and awful. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it was not. It was. I thought was I don't not. know what these people want or what I should say. <laughs> so. <laughs> So then, um, a few months later, I was, I remember I was in a hotel, and Sam catches me online, and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm at a hotel. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, this sounds awful. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I'm in a hotel, she caught me online. <laughs> to catch a predator. <laughs> so we're going to record in five minutes, can you join us? <laughs> That, that does sound about the level of organization we had at the time. <laughs> awesome. So then, a few months go by again, and she's like, do you just want to join? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So, <laughs> after, 
like, I don't know, more than two years ago now. So oh. I did it. And then, but I will say, when I joined, I didn't, I didn't realize that there was going to be this weekly um, thing. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. So You're here I've now. tried to keep up with it. I'm not always great. Usually I am. Everybody has, you know. Well, you, you that. job market is the only thing you need to yeah. say, job market. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I enjoy it, though. I, I will say that I enjoy it for a lot of reasons. I enjoy the podcast. I enjoy the camaraderie. I enjoy the critical mm -hmm. thinking. Um, I think most of all for me, what, what keeps me from burnout is um, I think it helps my writing because mm -hmm. it's that forced you have to sit down and do something every week. Yeah, and I think it, does, it, it helps me to write easier because because it gets less scary over time and and it's just something that it's like practice, practice, practice. So mm -hmm. that's why I'm here. Oh, yeah. who wants to go next? I love these anniversary episodes. Sure, I will. Right. Um, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but what the hell? Um, <laughs> when I uh. When I came to Purdue for my MFA uh, in creative writing, my first day of orientation, <laughs> my mentor was out. She'd had a family issue, and uh, Sam was filling in for her. So Sam's introducing herself to my group, my pedagogy group, and she's like, you know, I'm Sam Blackman, and I used to, I study games. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's a thing? <laughs> Before I came to Purdue, I had been freelancing for years. I had written for some gaming websites and done some work and mostly just cultural stuff, you know, reviews and everything else. And, uh, and then I did some other stuff freelance after I stopped uh, being contracted. Uh, and I loved it. Because I love games, but I had no idea <laughs> that you could do this as like a thing. I mean, it made sense. So you said I was like, "Oh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah." <laughs> um, but I was just so in awe of her that whole week. Uh, though I was also rebellious at the same time and, and refused to do anything anybody told me to do. Um, <laughs> that ain't changed. <laughs> I know, which is still just me. But it worked out okay because I'm an okay teacher. Uh, I listened, but then I just chose to do differently. But at the same time, I was just like, I need to listen to everything she says like twice because mm -hmm. I want to be like this. Mm -hmm. And then a while after that, you know, we kind of we kind of become friends. We were talking a little bit. She was like, you know, you should come and write for the blog. And I'm like, eh, eh, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm doing a grad degree and I got a kid. And she's like, you just come write for the blog. I'm like, all right. So I start writing for a little while. Really loved it, but then yeah, I got pregnant. I remember, though, my first time on the podcast, I didn't really listen to podcasts. And I was sitting here thinking, like, why am I doing this? Why did I agree to it? I, have no, I was kind of like you, Charlotte. I was like, I have no idea what to say. Nothing. I was so terrified. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? And I didn't want to do it. And I was really like, ugh. Until about five minutes after we started. I was like, wait, this is super fun. Right. Well, no, it was a little different for me, though, because they put me in 205A, which is this little tiny room. <laughs> And we're all in there together, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be a little different. Like campus or anything, but that was like, always the most fun room because we used to just drink and order pizza and two. But we weren't drinking. We weren't drinking, and that was the problem. Is I really you weren't drinking in two or five Well, we were trying to. We tried to do some daytime podcasting. Yeah. Because I turn into a pumpkin at night, so I was having a hard time with the night. Podcasting, so we were trying to do them during the day. So those were those were dark times. <laughs> 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 
And then I thought, because they were like, well, normally we do them at 9 o'clock. And I was like, well, I can't drink and be driving around at 9 o'clock. I didn't realize that the, I could do it, you know, here at home. Mm -hmm. Which makes it much better. Yeah. I, now, oh, go ahead. Uh, now, I wanted to, um, for a long time, like, so Samantha has only recently become one person in my brain. So let's backtrack. <laughs> Well, let me let me explain to you. Okay, so first off, I thought Sam Blackman was a man. For uh oh, it wasn't until I think the maybe when we did the Ada piece issue two, mm -hmm. that's when mm -hmm. I became um, that's when I realized that Samantha Blackman was a woman. That's when I, I got introduced to Alex, and I fell in love with y'all because I didn't realize that. People did histor—I guess historical. Like, I mean, y'all did. What was it like? Some with um, Princess Peach or Donkey Kong. I can't remember what the piece we did. Was. We did yeah, a we did princess. an article on the self-saving princess. Mm -hmm. Princess, mm -hmm. and it was yes. uh, you know, talked about Jennifer Hepler and yeah. and yes, that yo, that piece was everything to me yeah. because you know it was at that time. You know, yeah. I'm still just trying to figure out you know what you can do in like game studies. I was like, oh, we can backtrack. I can go back and do those things. So I, I love that piece. And then it was only just even recently, right before maybe I joined like the podcast, that I realized that the person I followed on Twitter, Safista, I didn't realize that whatever <laughs> that name is, was Samantha Blackman. Oh, so, like, that, that's so like cute. three people. Three people. Right. right. <laughs> I had no idea. And Damn, then when I herself. found out, and it was on Twitter, I don't think it was until Twitter that I found out that S Sam Samantha Blackman was black and I was like I don't 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 ask me don't I don't know I'm so I'm still I'm, gets accused of not being black but I I I and it's crazy because each time like I, I I uncovered this layer or whatever like I just fell in love with her over and over and over oh. again you know mm -hmm. like I love Sam you know I, you know and it was it, it was just awesome to really realize. I don't. I don't even know if you remember that tweet that I sent. I was like, "Wait a minute, you're Samantha Blackman." Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I had always, I just never made the connections with Twitter, and I followed her. You know, and I, I, I don't know, I don't know. But I think it was shortly after that, um, I was invited. I don't think I'm not even what six months in, six or seven months in. I don't think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm still new, you know, to the podcast. I'm not new to you all, though. And then I followed, you know, especially after the Ada piece, you know, I've followed your your stuff and everything like that. Alex, speaking of, did you get your chapter in? I'm I'm working on it. Okay, all right. <laughs> she was like, speaking of, I'm about to uh, call you out right now. Like, <laughs> deadline pass. Oops. Oops. I'll get it to you. I'll get to you. Yeah. I had some personal issues. No, you're fine. I, it just dawned on me. No, I'm still going through. You're fine. You're all right. right. Don't worry. By the way. <laughs> Speaking of Alex not being a reliable fire team member, how about a reliable Bianca, you wake over there. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Um Yeah, I uh last spring, um it was the spring semester of my, my first year and um I took Sam's video game narrative 
class. Which Ashley and I are in now, and which yeah. my husband was in with Beyonce. With me. Yeah, <laughs> so worlds colliding, right? Um, and it was, I was really nervous about it because, I mean, I, I, I'm someone in lit studies, and I, I, I mean, I came into the program wanting to write about video games, um, wanting to make the case for video games as, you know, viable texts for us to be exploring in lit studies. Um, mm -hmm. But I hadn't, to that point, really met anyone else who was talking about video games and narratives. Um, and uh, and I was also feeling a, like, a, I mean, as I always struggle with, a, a bit of an imposter, uh, which I know I realize is, like, problematic. Okay, don't yell at me, Sam, please. I'm already chastising myself for it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, as someone who didn't I haven't spent a lot of time with video games personally at least not up until I started becoming interested in researching them um, or at least I felt like I hadn't but you know they I'm starting to realize they've really always been in the periphery of my life and so um, I was just really nervous to get into this class with someone that you know I'd heard so much about and I had been reading the blog in preparation and like wow these people are doing incredible things and I don't know what I'm talking about what am I getting myself into but in the course of the class I just started like things started to click for me and I just started realizing oh I can kinda have some stuff to say and it was at that point that Sam asked me to write a guest piece for the blog while we were walking down the hallway at, in Hevelon together and I, I literally, and I'm using literally correctly here, I literally fell into the wall. <laughs> like, that's so staggered, like, what? You want me? No. This, what is life? I don't know. And, um, yes, of course. And, <laughs> and then I agonized over it. Um, but uh, realized that it was, it was, I mean, I had so much fun writing that piece and then was so thankful that she asked me to, to kind of keep writing and it's been a process that's been really generative for me and I feel like I'm doing, or at least part of a community, um, doing some really cool, fun work and being a part of a really interesting conversation, moving interesting projects forward. And so I'm mostly just really happy to be a part of all of this um, mm. and seeing how what everyone else is writing and what everyone else is really passionate about and just talking to each other about our work and getting other people interested in it and, and get, you know, moving this community outward and extending it um, beyond the halls of Hevelon, right, and into what it's sort of becoming. And I'm just really excited to see what that evolution is and to be a part of that evolution. And I think it's really important work. So, yeah, thanks, everyone, for having me. That was a really long oh, oh, sentence there. You're so cute. I have, <laughs> I have a postscript to your story. I have two postscripts to your story, actually. Okay. I remember when you were in this class because Sam came to me one day. Well, I, well it didn't come to me. I came to her office, as I often did. And uh, she said, hey... There is this grad student, she's a lit grad student in my class, and I think we need to get her to write for the blog. I'm like, really, a lit student? Okay. <laughs> she's like, no, she's a, she's a really good writer, and she's interested in doing, like, you know, game stuff. I'm like, cool. Um, but since I'm kind of like the, the, I don't know, the resident line editor, like, let me, let me study somebody's prose. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, let's, let's talk about it, and I think you'll really like her stuff. And, uh... And I kind of went home, and I was like, oh, I talked to my husband, because, you know, he was in the class. I was like, so Sam brought up this 
this woman in your class, and I kind of described what I knew about you. He's like, oh, yeah, she's really smart. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sam was like, she's a really good writer. You're not even going to believe it. And, uh, and then you wrote that, that sample, and it was like, yeah, why, why, why did you wait so long? <laughs> she's so good. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> but even even Terry, who doesn't really have a lot of feelings about anything, was like, "Yeah, you should wow. get her." That's, <laughs> wow, that's that's high praise. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, no, but it's I mean it's 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 a lot of I think that it's a really helpful way for me to like formulate my ideas and to get feedback. You know what? What's exciting people? What's making people angry? <laughs> Who's getting angry? Who's writing my name incorrectly on other sites. <laughs> um. Who you're best friends with somehow just because they live sort of close by. Yeah, apparently. Um, so that's like really helpful feedback for me and getting, figuring out, you know, how can I be moving forward with my own work and so selfishly it's helpful in that regard too but also again just really glad to be a part of contributing to this community too. So. Because I think that's important work, like for sort of feminist activist scholarship, is establishing a community yeah. um, where we can do this kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's—I mean—I think it's important that we establish this kind of community, and that community builds itself, which is which is why, like, when people come and they work with us for a while, and they get burned out or they move on or whatever happens, I I don't begrudge them in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. Because it it grows the community, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. I mean, in ways that it it won't grow if we become this insular group that never goes anywhere else. Right. That being said, none of you are allowed to leave. <laughs> now, <laughs> um, I was going to tell you that I need to take a break. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, resignation rejected. I'm coming uh, okay, back from you know recovery, so. I'm good now. Yeah, it's like you had surgery or something. <laughs> my bad. I didn't know my appendix was going to, like, you know, get it was, it was, okay, so shit next time, okay? Story. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Ashley had her, her appendix out, like, two weeks ago almost now, right? It wasn't two weeks. It, it, it was two weeks on Saturday. No, it'll be two weeks on Sunday. Okay, well, <laughs> so like I said, like two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> so when she woke up from surgery... Because I was there to check on her and check on Ricky to make sure that, you know, they weren't dead or something. Mm -hmm. um, she goes, I, I didn't do this so I didn't have to write my post. <laughs> 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 Oh. Oh. That's because so Sam is a harsh taskmaster. Not necessarily really so. We all need a little poke in the ribs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I guess when you're high and coming out of it, you really <laughs> right. mine, huh? I was like, like I, I just wanted me to hold your hand just for the right. record. I held your hand? Yes, for a long time. You wouldn't let go. I wasn't allowed to leave the room. That was very scary. I was very vulnerable. And very high. Yeah. My brain was literally on fire. Like not, not quite literally. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was literal. <laughs> There's some sizzling. 
Uh, yeah. That makes uh, Sam that. sound meaner than she is. So. <laughs> I know, it makes me sound like I'm just like, I'm <laughs> so mean. <laughs> you know what? I think it may have been Alicia who planted that thought in my head. <laughs> I think I did make a joke. That I can see. I can see that, yes. I think I did. I was like, mm-hmm, you're just trying to get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I felt bad instantly, like, no, all right. <laughs> I got this. I can write about all types of stuff on morphine. <laughs> I'm playing a game right now in my head. <laughs> Great game. <laughs> well, that was fun. Oh, yay! Five years, man. Five years. Here's the five more, right? Yeah. With, that. With that, like, where do y'all see, you know, Not Your Mama's Gamer, like, in five years? In five? Still on, man. Shit, I need well, some. Definitely still going. Mm-hmm. I mean, I certainly would like to see. I, we've had such a good. We've had such a good trajectory. It's hard to ask for anything more, but for that to just continue. I mean, we keep getting more amazing people. Um, mm-hmm. The the stuff that Sam and Alicia have set up to get some funding to people. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just all the actions that people have taken and just legit, legitimizing it more and more, and and our fields recognizing that it's important work, and publications mm-hmm. are being spun off of it. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not the dreamer of the group. Certainly, up. that's Alicia and Sam, mm-hmm. but I, I can't I can't personally can't wish for anything more than what what's been happening yeah. to just continue, but. Maybe more money for people to actually get consoles <laughs> and to be able to pay writers once in a while. That would be nice. That, that would be nice. nice. It's a labor yeah. of love right now. And like yeah. Sam said, it takes a ton of time from people. So It does, it, yeah. I mean, not that, it, not that we don't get something from it, because what Bianca said was really important. This is generative work. So it's a place for us yeah. to kind of work out these ideas yeah. and yeah. think that we're digesting and like practice writing about them. And I know for me, as like a budding scholar... That's really useful. Absolutely. I don't know how it is for those of you who are like way more advanced, but for me, it's it's nice to watch my thoughts develop and to go back and see everything I've written about a particular game or concept. And like, okay, there's where I was, and here's where I came, and here's where I am now. Right. So I think as I begin to write articles in a year or four, um, <laughs> it'll be really helpful. Sooner than later. Shut up, I'm afraid. Yeah. Go <laughs> I think you know. I think you're right because that's why I love the blog. Because everything that I do for the blog is something bigger that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So it helps me, you know, really focus in on you know what my key thoughts are. And it also it's also good to let me get it out there in the public to try to get some feedback. You know, mm-hmm. mostly, hopefully, I think what I've gotten back right now is just trolling and shit. And you know, somebody <laughs> yeah. said something crazy one time. But it's also good to just kind of see what people are saying about a topic. And and especially I'm even thinking about like with this my the activist gaming piece. You know, I think that's it's timely, and I needed it to get out there. You know, to 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 see how it resonates, you know, with people, if it's something that that's important or necessary. So that's why I appreciate, you know, the blog post. And it allows me to do, like, I'm even thinking about, like, with the NBA 2K piece, which I still owe another piece of that series, and I'll get it soon. But it allows me to kind of try on different kinds of hats and mm-hmm. do different kinds of things that I, that I don't, it's not like my, my, my agenda, you know, mm-hmm. to do. Um, but it allows me to like really like do things that you know like oh that would be cool to do if I had time you know the blog gives mm-hmm. me the ability to do that that's what I that's what I 
really that's what I really like about it. If I if I had a nickel for every time I started a multi-series piece and it kind of fell flat and I never finished it, I'd have a I'd have I'm a gonna nickel. finish this bitch, Sam. I promise. <laughs> I'm gonna finish it. My God, I just started to hate the game, and but, but yeah. I'm gonna finish it. That, that uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm totally I'm totally with you. I I I think the the like generating ideas and stuff has worked well for me as well. Yes. Um, I, I wrote the piece about Lego Series Play, which has become a thing that I'm actually mm-hmm. doing now. That was sort of a, at the beginning, sort of just a, hey, this is interesting, and now it's become like a yeah. thing. <laughs> I envision yo, go back to them blogs. I envision those being like your different chapters of the book that you do. Yeah. And I mean, mm-hmm. I one of my my first seminar papers that I wrote last semester was about Gamergate, and God knows I've written a ton about that. So it was really mm-hmm. helpful because I'd already oh, done yeah. all that work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also really appreciate the idea of timely because we all know that academic <laughs> publishing is not so much timely. So when so, something comes out two years after you actually, right? Yeah, this yeah. gives it right out. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, I, you asked the question about where we see it going, and the thing that I want to move forward with and on, Kashana, is I want to do more community activist work that spins off of the work that we do here. Mm -hmm. And I want in some way NYMG to become a kind of base or foundation for that kind of work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here, here. Yeah. Um, And we've, we've done a little bit here and there so I'm not exactly sure what it's going to look like in the end but we've got to try some things out first to see what it actually does end up looking like I mean and that's what we end up doing with a lot of stuff right is we try out a bunch of different formats and a bunch of different platforms and then we're like hey this one works we'll stick with this forever (laughs) Um, but yeah yeah that's where that's where I want to take it well, I think we're going with you. Mm-hmm. Yay! Absolutely. Not me, I quit. <laughs> None of you are quitting. I ain't quitting. <laughs> you can't quit, Charlotte. I, I said that earlier. None of you can leave. Yeah. I need you and Alex to stay around so that I know what it looks like when I'm going to be on the job market in several sure. years. <laughs> That's brutal. I'm, I'm not going anywhere unless I get stabbed in my sleep. Yeah, because it's going to be different for Bianca and Ashley, so I need y'all specifically. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> well, I will tell you that you have probably lots of good things to look forward to because... The landscape is changing, and gaming has been very well received. So, yeah, even people who don't get it say, "I don't get it, but I believe in it. Do it." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, certainly, there's that's a rosy picture of a not that rosy situation all the time, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it definitely is is on its way. I was surprised. I've also been surprised how much. Uh, how receptive people are to Lego stuff, which I sort of imagine they wouldn't be because, you know, like every tech comm classroom probably in the entire world has at some point or another done a little, here, build this thing and write some instructions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I felt like that's how people were going to receive that stuff. But instead they, they get it and they know it's not about that. So. Yeah. 
Um, I find that people are very open to change. It's been it's been fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, as fun as the job market can be. Let's not be. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm employable. If I'm employable, you all are fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting though, because I've had I've had several departments ask me um, how you would build like that major, you know. Well, that's the first thing. When I got hired on, the first thing they wanted me to do my first year, start a game studies minor. Oh, my God. I need to hurry because I want to do this so a, badly. Start a game studies graduate certificate. I was pestering Sam just this week. I was like, you yeah. need to make them put in more classes about gaming stuff, and I want to teach some. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, so it, like, oh. I've only been here two years, and, and the framework is very strong. So yeah. I've had some so much fun when I've gotten to talk about gaming stuff with my students for whatever reason. it's They get really stoked about it. They I care. get really yeah. stoked about teaching it. We have this great back and forth, and I just want to do it every day. It's yeah. important. It's and if you think about, about the health, first off, the health of game studies, isn't, isn't necessary. And I'm thinking about you all, like, on the market, like, us creating those in our home departments, you know, mm -hmm. creating an e-sport opens up jobs. So I'm sitting here thinking, yep. like, right now, okay, we've got this game development, you know, program. It's out of computer science, but, you know, I teach a strong, like, yeah. a lot of, a huge portion of those classes. But if I get a job elsewhere, then that's going to open up. They're going to say, hey, we need to hire somebody that can, you know, like, teach mm -hmm. those and everything. So I think it's important that even though it's, so, it's burdensome, mm -hmm. everywhere we go, if we can create a game studies track of something, you know, it's yep. important to do that, you know, for, for job sake. So we can hire, you know, our PhD students to come in and, you know, teach those classes. It's important. I, I've always asked mm -hmm. Sam, I'm like, how do you do this? Like, how, how, first of all, how can you watch these students and, and become such good mentors and friends with them and then watch them leave after five years? And how can you put that much time into each of us? Like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. hours, Sam sat at a coffee shop with me in the morning because I had a crisis with this paper or that idea. Absolutely. Like, I can't, I, honestly, I could not even begin to put that together. And she's like, because you're going to go out and teach hundreds of more students. And right. each one of my students are going to go out and make the landscape. That's what we're That's doing. Right. We're the ones making those jobs in the landscapes. And we're That's the ones right. that decide what's important. So. That's right. That's right. Well, that's, I'm right. glad that that's satisfying for you, Sam, because otherwise we'd all be screwed. <laughs> but that, oh, that is important. Yeah. But that mentorship is like everything, and I realize, yeah. and especially, yeah. I just feel like it's first, it's a burden that women take on mm -hmm. more so, you know. And even though it is burdensome, it takes time out. You know, you're up all night. You know, respond like you said, responding to like a panicked student. But that's it. But that's important because I'm thinking yeah. about we didn't get that. You know, a lot of us, like, didn't really get that. And so I always said, I want to do something different. So I think that's it's burdensome, but it, it's worth it, you know? I mean, because look at what you contribute now. Look at how much better off you are, you know, like, because of that. So I think it's really important that students, that you got to identify yeah. somebody that's willing to stay in and go 100%, you know, all the way with them. It's so important. And, you know, it's, it's, really, it's really strange for me because I see it on both ends. I've got Sam, you know, and, I mean, I talk to Sam, like, every day. <laughs> like every single day and just to have somebody that I can be like hey I was thinking about this um, who, somebody who I admire and somebody whose opinion matters to me and somebody who's in a mentor role that's so useful and then yeah. my husband of course is completing his undergrad degree mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so but awesome. I also yeah. see how his major professors are such I'm going to call out the Purdue community here such dicks 
Yeah. You can only email me between the hours of 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. Right? You have to attach a photo to your email or I won't respond. You have to frame your email in this format or I won't respond. The subject um, line. The yeah. subject line. You know, advisors, advisors who don't know the programs or the classes or what students need to take for certain things. I mean, it is awful. Yeah. And it's cutthroat. Don't let the students get behind. It ain't, there's no chill. There's no forgiveness. There's no wiggle room to help them no, get back to work. It's teaching me so much about how to be a good teacher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Especially as teaching moves more online. People. Mm -hmm. Yeah, teaching online, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big mm -hmm. deal for me because Mike takes online classes. He takes some in person as well. He just got mm -hmm. back from a gender studies class, by the way. Uh, I know. Uh, but I listened to him, and he's like, I, I can't do this without a response from my instructor, but it's been three days and this and this. And I'm sitting here with my online classes like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm probably one of the best online teachers we have, and I'm only a quarter of myself online as I am in person. I'm like, i got to get that together because those students need it, you know? So, oh, yeah. yeah, but you yeah. know what's sad about that is as I teach online, and I always get good evaluations, but my evaluations are typically along the lines of, she responds, and yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. so right. She's sad. the best online teacher I've had, she, right. or most of the time he. He responds to my emails. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yo, I wonder how much different it would be if they knew... You were yeah. a female. You know, women like know. our our emails are awful. Like we yeah, struggle like to twenty something percent with. lower on average. Right. Mm. I, I'm Straight. a woman. They know I'm a woman, but they get super excited because I respond. I know. Yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah. terribly sad because it means that other people are just not responding. And they don't have to. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, especially I'm thinking about my male counterparts. There's so many things they don't have to do that I'm required to do. I have to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. My well, kids took are a turn. Open there. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have, to, I'm gonna have no, to hop good. off. Yeah, we ran late. <laughs> I gotta go too. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun, you guys. That was awesome. Yeah. Five years. Woo. Five Woo. years. Yeah. We, we need to like. Game on, motherfuckers. We did. <laughs> we need to put together like a compilation or something. Like going back to like all, like highlights or something like our five year that would be fun. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. Not it. Not it. I was gonna say, but that that means I would have to do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? Let me work on that. That'll be a gift to you, Sam. Let me uh, work on that. Because they're all on the website, right? Do yep, we still have last them? Let me work. Let me work. Give me a little bit. I'm gonna get on, and I've got some. I got some free labor. I'll, I'll put my grad students to work. Give me a few weeks. We're gonna do. We're gonna do a compilation of the f five year anniversary. Is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I got you. I got you, Sam. Then, then yeah. you'll forgive me of all the shit I haven't done, and you'll love me again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kashana, we love you anyway. I was going to say. Jeez. I love you. I mean, that's what we're here for. We're here for the love and for the community oh, yeah. and the learning and the doing and the talking oh, to each other in Destiny. Don't starve. Destiny. Ricky wants to play Destiny right now, by the way, if anybody wants to play. Ooh, we're playing on Xbox? Yeah. I didn't buy the Taken King, so no. Oh, my God. At least talk to me after this, okay? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Only if you stop fucking complaining. All right.
I gotta work on some graphics. Toasted almond. Mm. Toasted caramel. Thank Is the alcohol oh. store still open? You had surgery ten days ago. <laughs> She's like, I'm not on in my house. I can drink. <laughs> I would be drinking. I'm not going. <laughs> Mm-hmm. None of us are doctors, except those of us who are doctors. Right? <laughs> um, not that kind of doctor. <laughs> I prescribe booze. Oh my god! Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm gonna prescribe you. I don't know about mm, three beers and two two bourbons hourly, and and then she'll be asleep. <laughs> All right, y'all. On that note. Oh, you know what we forgot to mention? Oh, shit. <laughs> Hang on. On this other note, actually. On this other I'm going to make this quick. Keep an eye out for the announcement for our next Gaming for Good activity. Oh. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is all I'm going to say. Things are happening. Is, has the hashtag been solidified yet? I'm Have working we? on some stuff right now. Okay. Slow your roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not changing my hashtag. Oh, so they're still debate with the hashtag. Your role, slow. <laughs> she thinks she's going to get me to change my hashtag. And I'm not, not trying to get you to change the hashtag. Um, no, slow all we, your roles. We're going to fight. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, that brings us to the end of episode 119. Yeah. And... Uh, as you are downloading this, if you are downloading it on Friday, tomorrow is our fifth anniversary if you missed that earlier. <laughs> so five years of doing great things, fun work, and, and working in a overall predominantly supportive and wonderful community. That's right. And we look forward to five more. Mm-hmm. To five more. Woo! Yeah. Cheers, yeah. folks. Cheers. Love y'all. So until next time, when you join us for episode 120, stay warm, (laughs) stay dry, and as always, my friends, game on. Game on. Game on. Game on. Game on.